work, work. There are monkey boys in the facility. You are secure. Do not panic. John Emdahl must die. Lord Warfred must live. Work, work, work. That was an announcement uh, from the bivouac <laughs> in uh, The Adventures of Bakuro Banzai Across the X Dimension. Uh, this is a science fiction ranking system, and I am joined by Sam Draper. Hello, Sam. Hello. Hello. And Chris Redding. Hello, Chris. Hello. And my name's Alex Humphrey, and we're here to review films, to get shit done, to watch films, films we've seen, films we haven't seen. Uh, and this film falls very firmly in the category of no one has ever seen. Um, yeah. Did it, did everyone? Did anyone even heard of this film? I don't think so. No. See, I don't think I think I'd heard of it. But I think I've heard the phrase "bookaroo bonsai," but didn't know yeah. it was a person or anything like that. Yeah, it's very weird cult, but like actual cult. Like like these yeah, days, yeah, people yeah. throw that word around and like, mm. oh, it's cult, and it's like, no, it's Robocop. It was an extremely yeah, successful cult. film. Um, mm. This is cult, Peter Weller cult, uh, and very odd, very weird. So, 1984, directed by W. D. Richter, who. They, their other big credit is that they wrote the film Stealth and Big Trouble in Little China, mm. which is a great film. Um, that is a great film. Written by Earl McRauch, who wrote <laughs> New York, New York, the Martin Scorsese mm. film, um, and a few other things. And basically it came out because, well, the guy that directed its wife in 1974 read a review of Dirty Pictures from the Prom, the, de- the debut novel by Earl McRaunch, and recommended it to her husband, who was a director, and they were both uh, alumni of the same uh, university, of same college, so they kind of got together, had some you know, shits, and, shits and giggles, had a great time, and I think he was like, the, the director was like to the writer, oh, you should come live in LA and be a scriptwriter, and he was like, yeah, you know what, I will. Uh, so he did, and... He had this character called Buckaroo Bandy that he was thinking of writing a screenplay for, and they gave him some money. Uh, and the script was inspired by all those out and out, press the accelerator to the floor, non stop kung fu movies of the early 70s. And basically, the, the, the writer wrote several stories about this Buckaroo Bandy. Uh, and he says, I would get 30 or 40 pages into a script, abandon its storyline, and write a new one. That's telling. Yeah, he said, <laughs> it's so easy to start something, and then since you're really not as serious about it as you should be, end up writing half of it. You shove the 100 pages in a drawer and try and forget about it. Over the years, I started a dozen Buckaroo scripts that ended that way. So basically, this film... Should have given up. Well, yeah. this film... <laughs> came out of about a million different scripts, all written, all put together, uh, one of which at one point was called The Strange Case of Mr. Cigars, about a huge robot on a box of Adolf Hitler's cigars. Um, and it basically just had all these um, unproduced scripts, all these stories of Buckaroo, who's now, the character's now called Buckaroo Banzai. Um, and in the end, they managed to get a deal at 20th Century Fox uh, and a, twin, a 12 million budget and mm. he wrote three more drafts and then they had a shooting script so as Sam said that story is quite telling of this film because it is an extremely odd film um, and it almost the film when you're watching it it's like 
you're supposed to have seen maybe like four other films already in the series, isn't it? Yeah. It starts yeah, out. It starts like everyone knows who he is. Yeah, it's like it's almost yeah. got this conceit that this is not the first one, you know, because uh, you've got this Star Wars style scroll, you know, the the, the crawl of text, don't yeah. you? Um. So the character, he's a brain surgeon, isn't he? Uh, he yeah, hold on. A rock star. I've got this written down, all the things he is. He's, uh, oh God, I've got it written down somewhere. It, 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 there's a word for what he is. Oh, there's a word for it, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a brain... He's a polymath. A polymath. polymath, that's it. He's a brain yeah. surgeon, a rock star, a like, um, test... Uh, Patrick Moore. Pilot, uh, test pilot, isn't he? Um, Test pilot, yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a polymath. <laughs> um, I shouldn't laugh. You are. That's I'm fine, a dabbler. Yeah. Dabbler. Yeah. Um, Not. Yeah. Usually, master of things don't need to be a polymath. <laughs> I think. I don't need to be a dabbling. I'm polymath. more like a fuck up in lots of things. So. <laughs> I don't know, what that's, don't know what that's dabbling called. Polymath. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's got a team. A monomath, maybe. Oh, no, because you'd be good at one thing, wouldn't you? That wouldn't work, sorry. Poor, okay. poor. <laughs> Alex poor is math. trying to get through this. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, sorry, Alex. It's all right. No, you, you just, it's that kind of film. Um, what's your point, though, Sam? He's, he's a lot of things. He's just saying he's a lot of things. Well, it's just a bit odd, isn't it? Like, you know, and also the way the film, like, uh, doesn't so much introduce you to his different jobs is kind of like you just follow him into, like, all his different roles. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's seemingly random. Yeah, he's he's doing a he's he's you see him first performing surgery on an Eskimo, um, and um, there's a lot of like weird like the technical words, isn't it? It's it's just with Jeff Goldblum as well. Yes, but you don't really know it's Jeff Goldblum at, the, at that point. I mean, you, you do know it's Jeff Goldblum because <laughs> obviously it is, no one else talks like that. Yeah. yeah, and then he flies off in a helicopter and arrives in a jumpsuit where there's a rocket car. That is a, is a truck with just a rocket on top of it, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and um, they are experimenting in breaking through... What, to the eighth dimension. To the eighth dimension. But to go through solids, is that the mm. is that the thing they want to do? Yeah, yeah, pass through. Pass through the sol- solid, solid matter. matter. Solid matter. Um, and he does it. Um, and then he gets out and there's this weird sticky goo under the car and this alien thing and you realise that it's only been 12 minutes of the film and you're already just like what? I d- what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Oh yeah, and he's got a, a group of people who are his band who are called the Hong Kong Cavaliers. The, yeah. Who are like almost threatening but not quite. Yeah. Like they, they come across as like a bunch of like street toffs, don't they? Mm. Yeah. But then also they're like just doing admin a lot. A lot of admin. <laughs> a lot of admin, yeah. A lot of like, oh, book crew, we've got to go here and do this kind of stuff, yeah. isn't there? And they've all got silly names like uh, Perfect is a there's a oh, Perfect Tommy Rawhide Pinky Carruthers Rawhide um, yeah. and uh, Reno Nevada that's one of them uh, Professor Hikita. They're all like sayings. Every title in this is like Bookeru Banzai is like a saying. Yeah, the names are like saying. You know, there's things I've heard. It's a very mm. quotable script, I would say. It's got a lot of like one-liners. Yeah, yeah, but I, I quite liked that about it. I quite liked how mad it was. Uh, to to a point, I was sort of with it. Yeah, 
I mean, I think it sells down into uh, this. The first bit is a lot, like because he goes to like to a to a club, doesn't he? Where well, so first uh, what, you get introduced to the villain of the piece, which is oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, we talked we talked last Lithgow. week uh, V for Vendetta about bad accents. Uh, mm. John Lithgow, who is uh, Doctor Lazardo, is doing like the worst Italian accent. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's just insane, isn't I it? Like, so he's, he's Italian. Yeah, he's supposed to be yeah. Italian. I thought yeah. he was Russian. No, he's mm. uh, his his dialect coach uh, was actually a tailor on the 20th Century Fox lot with a heavy Italian accent. Mm. Uh, John had Roberto I'm speak sure his lines from the script into a tape recorder, which he then used to practice the accent. Um, he got wasn't it Doctor Lizardo, wasn't Doctor it? Was Doctor Lizardo is the yeah, yeah the character. Oh, I love John Lithgow though; he's great. He's great. He's good. He's having a he's great good. time, isn't he? He's just he seems to be at, like eternally that age as well. He looks the same mm. age in this as he does like in Planet of the Apes and stuff, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess he's old, playing an older dude here, I suppose. Mm. He calls himself John Lord Warfarin as well for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. Did you notice the guy out of uh, um, Breaking Bad is his, um, you know, Mike. Um, have you oh, seen yeah. Breaking Bad? Bits of it. I didn't know. Mike, the, you know, the bound, you know, have you seen it, Chris? Mm. You know, Mike. Yeah. The main dude. He's the yeah. jailer. Uh, not the jailer, yeah. the guy who, like, oh. looks after yeah. uh, John Lithgow. Much younger man there, though. Yeah. Everyone's in this film. Ed, this, this, it's this a great movie. Insane, insane great. cast. Yes. Big yeah. old eight is movie. Hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised so, we don't hear about this more. Exactly. Are you surprised, though? Well, well I was expecting, like, some real, like, terrible slur in there or like something like oh, right, yeah. so so mm. off kilter that there's a reason why it's not put on tv yeah it's not you there, know though. like you know yeah, like it's... fucking no, it's what's not it man we'll all mower man yeah no it's yeah. not that um yeah so lizardo's mad because he tried this experiment and he got stuck in the wall basically didn't he <laughs> and he saw the aliens but he was half in the wall and half out the wall yeah. um um, and yeah, as, as as Sam said, they then the the, the Hong Kong Cavaliers go to a gig um, in a, uh, and it's the most, it's like the most eighties like oh, thing ever, isn't it? Yeah, it's super eighties. Yeah. It's like the place in Terminator. You know where Linda Hamilton gets the oh, phone yeah. call? Yeah, like, that's all eighties nightclubs. God, what is that yeah, called? Yeah. That's called like club disco, club neo neon or it's club like, that, yeah. like yeah, it's yeah, it's called something yeah. like that. Um, and it's a bit. It's all a bit back to the future as well, isn't it? He's a bit Marty McFly with his. It's like the Power of Love video, isn't it? Yeah. Um, when they go to that house, when Hugh Lewis takes what's his name on the stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he plays. Uh, he's he's singing, and um, <laughs> he's singing, and then there's a woman crying in the audience. She's brilliant. And people are like booing her and stuff. Yeah, it's brilliant. And like, and then so he's good. like, "Oh, don't you don't be like that. Like, don't be like that." And what's so great is he starts talking to her, and there's a guy in a band who goes, "This is weird." Like, yeah, they're all the band are really freaked out about what he's doing. The best bit though, and the funniest I've laughed at of any film, yeah, in quite a while, was when he tries to cheer her up, yeah, and he's like, "Don't worry about it. We'll keep playing." Cuts the band playing. Cut back to her, slowly putting a pistol to her head. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just brilliant. And then the waiter yeah. like knocks so it good. out of her hand, and she shoots, and she the, shoots roof the roof and, and gets yeah, thrown yeah. out. And oh, yeah, it's it's very, yeah. It, yeah, it's just that it's just the image of like he's like grooving around, and yeah. she just slowly like just. <laughs> it's brilliant. I loved it. Couldn't do that now. Couldn't do that. No, I, no. I don't of course, think... you, you could do that. Is that cancelled? You can't show anything like that now, I don't think. Someone so depressed. Anything which you themselves. find funny, you can't show now. Have, have either of you seen John Wick 4? Mm. No. Yeah, there's a bit in that that's absolutely hilarious. Oh, okay. As well. 
So it can do some funny things. Do you think it is supposed to be funny? Do you think, or you're laughing at it? It's a, it's a bit... like at the end of a Tarantino film. I'm laughing my ass off <laughs> when I know that I'm not supposed to be laughing. I think this was intentional. It's they're in Paris, going to Sacre Coeur. He has to go yeah. up the two hundred twenty-two steps to get to it. Right, yeah. he fights all of these steps. For about like ten minutes, fighting all the way up all of these steps, all yeah. the way to the top. And he gets to the top, and the guy just hits him in the face, yeah. and he rolls <laughs> down the whole steps. Right, but you know, like how a film, yeah, like yeah. they show yeah. him roll down loads, yeah. and he stops, and he gets to it, goes, and then he rolls down some more, and he just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. And there's about two minutes, and just rolling. Is that down why steps. the film's three hours? Because they have stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but that yeah. was it. Was fucking hilarious. That's the um, funniest thing I've seen. Check it out. Yeah. Interestingly, this film had two uh, DOPs. One of which, who filmed this uh, uh, club scene, was Jordan Cronweth, or Cronweth, I'm probably saying it wrong, who was the Blade Runners, um, he shot Blade Runner. And they, he, so there was half of this film has got this kind of rich, textual Blade yeah. Runner look, allegedly. Same year as well, isn't it? And then he was replaced by, um, uh, he was replaced by Fred J. Camp against the wishes of the crew and basically that gave it the kind of campy flat visual appearance oh, which right. they did at the film makers didn't want but the producers kind of said no we want it to look more i think it's interesting because i hadn't have thought about that until you said it but you're right there definitely is two looks this film because you're right that that club scene is, a, is definitely blue. a lot it's got more that weird blue tinge, stuff, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Like, than, like a lot of how it goes yeah mm, so yeah, and right. i think ultimately this film is a little bit in the realms of super mario brothers in that maybe the the people that the people that made it knew what they wanted it to be, but the people, the producers, didn't really know what it was supposed to be. Like, whether it's a kid's film, whether it's an adult I bet, film. I mean, can you blame them, though? No. Considering <laughs> the script and what's going on. Like, I don't know how anyone knows yeah. what's, what it's supposed no. to be. I don't know how you actually get all these people on board, actually. It's, like, bonkers. They've got loads, like, just before... Like, you've got Christopher Lloyd, he's come off Taxi, but he's not a big film star yet, isn't he? Yeah. Jeff Goldblum has done... What, a Silverado out by now? I don't think oh, it I is. So he's just done, like, very little stuff. John Lithgow's not well-known, is he? Peter no. Weller's pre-Robocop. So it's like loads of people on the way up, isn't it? You've got a lot of Well, it's just people... a, uh, you've gathered together great... Well, you can't, even like Clancy Brown's in it, the guy from yeah, yeah, Highlander. Yeah. Even some of the bit yeah. parts are pretty good, like um, well, the, um, Ellen Barkin. Yes, yeah. Um, Actually, he was in John Wick 4, Clancy Brown. Oh, was he? Was he, oh, yeah. Okay. It's all linked. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Lizardo needs to get to Yoyodyne Propulsion Systems over in Grover's Mill and see John Big Booty. Um, and there's a lot of conversations. Booty! Yes, exactly. There's a lot of conversations about how to say his surname. Uh, it is Booty. It's not Big Booty. Actually, that joke is good about how they're all called John as well. I quite yeah. like that joke, how they all were called Well, and also, this Grover's Mill thing introduces another one of the really severe elements to this, which is that later on we discover that Orson Welles' famous War of the World broadcast was real... And that this was when the aliens yeah. invaded us, but then he was brainwashed to pre- and then to then come out and say it was fake. Yeah. So the entire like conceit is that the aliens did come, but they came during that point. And when the the member of the crew, what are they called again, the silver the Hong dudes? Kong Cavaliers. Oh no, Hong no, Kong Cavaliers. The, um, do you mean the aliens? No, no, the Hong okay, Kong Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah. When the guy from that explains what you just said to Bukaru Bonsai, yeah. he says it as though they are embarrassed about that. Th- this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is they have to say. He's like really like, well, I don't know, this doesn't really work, but, you know, this is all we got, basically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Lizardo escapes from his mental institute. Jeff Goldblum joins the gang, 
uh, completely like he's just in a cowboy outfit, isn't he? For some re- reason. What do you say? People call me. What's his New, name? In New it? Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey, something like that. I don't know. He's um, really weird, and also is that weird bit when he first meets him. He's like doing like a whole like gold bloom bit about like oh, do you like cowboys and all this kind yeah. of like whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And they all just wander off, don't they? Like, yeah. it's like when this isn't that filmmaker. This is like, early Goldblum. The filmmakers probably took that as a novelty. I don't yeah. know. It's, pretty, it's great, though. I mean, they're all great. It is it. great. It's so strange, even in a film where he's like not got any profile at all, he's still doing his same shtick. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. he just can't stop. He literally can't stop. This film also, I would say, wins. And like, you could, if you've never seen this film, you could play a game where every so often you pause it and try and predict what the next line is, because I don't think you would yeah, win no idea. because literally in this next scene he goes and gets penny out of prison and he says this is this is how the conversation goes he says you remind me of someone i once knew and she says was she very beautiful and he says now i'd like everyone out there to pause this maybe and predict what you think he's going to say <laughs> his actual answer was she was queen of the netherlands that's what his answer is and they never follow that up they never talk about what he's and you're just like how the fuck did they it's so the script is so unpredictable like their whole relationship though and who she is yeah that's so weird see that feels like it was in another film doesn't it it feels like you've missed a film where he was in love with her twin it's her twin sister isn't it she's the identical twin sister of his dead wife yeah Right, which he thinks is carte blanche to basically treat him her as his wife, <laughs> and she thinks is the most erotic thing she's ever yeah. heard. She's like, "Oh, you were in love with my dead sister." Yeah. Like, no, it, it, oh. it's yeah, and like I said, so it's like weird. you've missed the film where she died, or like maybe that was the first film, and that was what he was with her. And I, God knows, I mean, God knows. Um, so we see a spaceship at this point uh, while Buckaroo does a press conference about going through the. Uh, uh, going through the the mountain, um, and he talks about thirty years ago uh, that Dr. Sandra and Masodo Banzai gave their lives for the possibility of contacting alien life. And in fact, Jamie Lee Curtis played Buckaroo's mother in a flashback, but the scene was deleted. So you were wow. supposed to see you were supposed to see this original, um, uh, yeah, this original what happened. Whoever the casting directors for this film, they were um... yeah, they were on it, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is visible in a photo on the dashboard of the jet car in the widescreen version. <laughs> um, anyway, so he does a big he does a big conference, doesn't he? And he's talking about. I wanted to ask Chris about this. He's saying about empty space and like it's about what what's this thing? It's about empty space and that if you can you go into the empty space, you can travel to other dimensions. Is it just bullshit or? Well, they've made something up there. It's yeah. like hyperspace or whatever, isn't it? They've... It's like folding. Yeah. Space. It's like Star Wars uses another dimension to travel. Yeah. You know what I think it is, Alex? Oh, are you going to do this? <laughs> I think it's this, isn't it? I think it's the yeah, folded, it's the folded paper, with the... paper from with the pen through it. Yeah. It's that. It's that. It's that yet again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is that. Another film with I that. I wish is. they'd done that. That'd be great. Um... I was going to do that in my film, but I decided not to. Oh, you should have. It would be good though if you did it like knowingly. As the, you know. Yeah, I thought about doing a joke where they have they've only got a huge piece of paper, so they have to like, <laughs> oh, that'd be like good, yeah. do it with like a mattress or something. Like. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, they 
So they said they've gone into other space, and because he's done this, he can now see these aliens. It's a bit like they live, who are on Earth. And you see two uh, reporters, but when he sees them, they're the two, they're called lectoids, aren't they? The, there's the red lectoids, which are evil, and the black lectoids, which are the goodies. Um, and he starts seeing them and being like, they're evil, they're evil, they've come here to, they've, um, evil, pure and simple for the eighth dimension, grab them, he says. Um, and it's Christopher Lloyd, is uh, John Bugbute, um, and they kidnap Hikata, which is the professor. And there's this big, there's this great bit where there's a big like chase, and they 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 load it up before because they say, oh, we need to be out of this room because there's a bike uh, convention coming in, and as they run away, they pull off in the van and they're unloading the bikes for the bike convention. <laughs> so he just gets on one of the motorbikes and just drives after them. Um, which it's is really ridiculous. funny. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then we have this whole weird kind of side bit with these like hick hunters who, oh, yeah. who find a spaceship that's a pod, which is one of the black lectoids. What the, what the fuck was that spaceship? Yeah. It's like flying around. It's like a bird, isn't it? For yeah. A bit? And then it kind of like just sort of weird. It's really weird. It's like a ball. Oh, I don't know. Thing. Yeah, it was really weird. You know, the VFX though aren't really bad. No, really. no, no, no. And also, I mean, I read that they, they, they didn't want the alien ships and everything to look metal. They wanted it all to look kind of organic. So it always has mm. this kind of Cronenberg, doesn't it? Like, it looks like a shit. Yeah, I think Cronenberg's a really good reference. I thought that, like, kind of, or like a like bad taste, that kind yeah. of, um, everything's a bit grimy and, yeah. Yeah. and yucky, a bit gooey and looks like it would feel disgusting. <clears> if you Do you think it. it's like a sort of competent Tammy and the T-Rex? Yeah. Like that kind of vibe it's a bit. That's, yeah. that, that's a kind of... Sort of thing, yeah. Competent, competent yeah. I mean, competence perhaps being too kind to it, but you know, yeah. like l- less shit. Yes, yeah. yeah. More mad things that happen during the sequence is they find a Buckaroo Banzai Marvel comic. This actually just is a Marvel comic with him on the front, which looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. And Buckaroo also says, "I've been ironized, but I'm okay now." Um, for some strange reason, <laughs> it's it's a bit like, isn't it, that um, Robocop is in a different film to everyone else? Yeah, he? he's a bit like that, and he keeps and he saying Japanese things, like he goes arigato, oh, yeah, like yeah. that, and like. But also, he's really mumbling. Yeah, he's always like in like an art house film, like the way he delivers stuff. But did you notice it's... he's basically dressed up as the Doctor, whichever the what's the guy, Doctor Who? He looks exactly like that Doctor Who with the little bow tie and the. Oh yeah, it, um, it, and he, he, if you think about this character, he is a bit like Doctor Who, isn't he? Except he's not an alien himself. He's you know, I mean, he's he's more compelling than Doctor Who. It's you know, um, which isn't tough. No, um, this is more compelling than Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, they. The police turn up and the, the, the bad electroids turn up. And then there's like, they, they, there's all these aliens keep coming out of the pod and one of them just falls. Um, and there's a great bit where the uh, John Parker, the alien that kind of carries on, he rings, he rings the mothership and he apologises and says, John, John Valak is dead. He fell on his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it, yeah, so <laughs> what? Well, it's just so odd, isn't it? Yeah, it's really odd. They they rope they they kind of send a message out, don't they, to people to help them? And they rope in this um, this black guy and his son that run a mm. sofa shop, who have a helicopter. <laughs> oh yeah, but they're members of the fan club, aren't they're they? Members they're members of like really uh, into it. yeah, whatever um, they're called. 
and they hack into the Yoyodyne computer, uh, and they, there's a list of all the Johns. I'm not going to re- read out all the Johns, but there's there's a lot of Johns. Um, That's good. They're that scene, and they go because Jeff Goldblum goes, "Oh, it's probably just a coincidence that like they're called Johns." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, but they're all they're all John. They read them out. There's like about a million of them." And he goes, "No, no, you're probably right. Yeah. Like, it probably isn't a coincidence. <laughs> they probably are aliens." Yeah, and then John Parker, the one that survived, he delivers this box to Buckaroo, which is mm. the alien leader who says, "Look." The bad aliens are on your planet. If you don't sort this out, we're basically just going to nuke the whole planet. <laughs> yeah, we're going to yeah because well no they're the red no they're going to start World War Three aren't they by like that's it yeah, triggering yeah, yeah. you know d- doing that kind of thing which is a really shit thing to do isn't it? It's like these are our enemies. We haven't dealt with them. Yeah. So if you don't deal with them, yeah. we're going to fuck you up. Yeah, it's, it's not a nice thing to do, yeah. really, is it? Um, but yeah, the, the bad aliens get to the lab and they kidnap Penny. Um, and they're walking around. It's the Banzai Institute. Sorry, I should have said. And they're walking around. And Jeff Goldblum walks into a room and he says to this other guy, why is there a watermelon there? And the guy says, I'll tell you later, right? And then he doesn't. But I know, do you want to know why that line is there? Oh, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. In the DVD commentary, filmmakers explain that they had a confrontational relationship with one of the producers. When they stopped receiving notes from production, they decided to put the watermelon in a scene with no mention about it anywhere on the script. When they received no questions about it, they they deducted um, that no one was screening the dailies anymore and they could keep making the film the way they wanted to as long as they remained within the budget. So that's a test <laughs> to decide whether anyone's wow. watching what they're doing. That's great. And it works. I can believe that. You know, there's a bit with the president. when Oh, um, the president's ridiculous. He just he just properly floffs his line. He gets the line. Do you remember that? Did you, no, I bit? didn't notice that. He's like saying something. He goes like, um, they're on the phone, he's like, oh, contact Bookery. But he goes like, contact, and he gets it wrong. He's like, oh, and he goes, oh, contact, but he says it again. Yeah. And they just carry on going. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, so the, they're all, the baddies are all after the oscillation overthruster. And did you, either of you recognise the oscillating overthruster at all? It's the, it's not the flux capacitor out of Back to the Future, is it? No. Is that- it's in Star Trek Next Generation Pen Pals episode. It's also in the on the bulkhead of Zephyr and Cochrane's ship. What's it ship. called? Overthrust. Oh, sorry, the big called? thing. Yeah, 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 the oscillator, the kind of big... Th- yeah. Like, uh, it does look a bit track. like the flux yeah. capacitor. Um, no, but no, that's in Booker Bondi's car, isn't it? You know, yes. Isn't it? It's the thing in the car, it? yeah. 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 Um, and Oscillation also, overthruster. Yeah. And also, um, as I, I did send you this, in the Star Trek Deep Space Nine... Oh, yeah. On the promenade list of what businesses are there, yeah. the Banzai Institute's there, and Yo-Yo Dine Propulsion Systems is listed in the directory, as well as other Easter eggs of things. But, um, Did you read how, like, like for especially for Americans, like American geeks and nerds, this is kind of their film? Did you read that? Like, well, it's that generation that yeah. grew up like making Simpsons episodes and making Deep Space Nine and stuff like that. This mm. is like a really important film for them because it was yeah. so sciencey and weird. Imagine. It was, but it's it was kind their of thing. I do think, in a weird way, this film is almost like it's 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 it it simultaneously creates something and references some. It's it it almost like it is very nerdy and geeky, but a point when that wasn't really a thing. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of created the culture, but is part of its culture. Yeah, and it's it's like David Byrne. That kind of like eighties geek, mm. you know, like sh- suit uh, shirts and 
like early IBM people, yeah. like that kind of like that kind of geek, isn't it? Like old, mm. co- old yeah. school. Oh, it's nerd, used a lot in know. Star Trek. It's in DS Nine. They must Stargate. But that's because yeah, they're so in love with yeah. this. Like, this is their cult, isn't yeah. it? That generation definitely. Mm. It's it's yeah, and and it is done very. It is camp and it is stupid, but it is all done very seriously, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's yeah, obvious yeah. it's shit and it's funny, but they are yeah. playing it straight, which makes it funnier, definitely. I think. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yes, yeah, so they talk to this the the president who's in a he's strapped to like a a bed, like he's got back. Oh, that's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that I bit? don't know what's going on with this. Um, yeah. And um, his best line, he says, "Buckaroo, I don't know what to say. Lectoids from Planet Ten, nuclear extortion, a girl named John." That's just like what. You, um, oh, and there's that brilliant bit when the 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 kind of the general says like, "Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm 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 shit. Like I'm I'm passing fudge or so." He's basically says like he's so worried that he's 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 shitting himself or he's something. Himself. And then yeah. the woman's like, "Oh, you just like oh, I'm barely holding my fudge right now." That's what he says. <laughs> and then and then it's the woman has a go at him, and and the president's like, "Oh, I'm glad someone has the balls to face fact." Um, I'm going to try and incorporate that line into my life. What, I'm, I'm barely holding my fudge right yeah. now. I'm going, to, <laughs> I'm going to try and start using that one. Um, so, yeah, so basically, plot-wise, uh, all of the... the beer, keep okay, doing <laughs> thanks. All of the, the red lectoids hate the black lectoids. They do. They want to eradicate them. And Is it blue? blue? They're black. It's red oh, and black. black. They want to... It's kind of a race war thing, isn't it? Um, oh yeah, because there's that great bit when they have the uh, John Parker with them, and he's talking to the president, and the guy's like, "Oh, the president's like, is it, <laughs> is it a race war?" And they're like, "No, no, it's aliens. Don't worry." Like he's like, he thinks it's like this. Is that when he gets out the thing that's like declaration of war? Oh yeah, the, the short, short form. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good yeah. joke as well. Yeah. yeah so Lizardo and the red lectoids want to destroy the black lectoids, and um, and basically they. They kidnap Penny and they um, yeah. they yeah. Uh, torture. I mean, she her. gets it rough from now on. Oh Penny. yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She does. She's been tortured with um, ants. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and and they like really just rip all her clothes off. They're just yeah. they're not shy about that at all. She's yeah. like, and she's just writhing in pain for about half an hour, isn't she? Like they're, they're probably longer than that. Yeah, actually. it's ages. It's ages. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, and they capture. They, Buckaroo knows it's a trap, and he sends. He says to the Hong Kong Cavaliers, like you know, get in here. Um, and it, but he gets captured and electrocuted in the testicles. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Peter Weller allegedly had a very hard time with this scene because he was too busy. He'd not. I don't think he'd acted with John Lithgow, so he just spent most of the time laughing at John Lithgow's accent because right. he'd never. He hadn't been in the room with him at the same time, so he he just couldn't like. Yeah, he just couldn't handle it. Um, was he was Peter Weller a big star at this point? You know, was it had he had? I don't know. I don't know if he'd had other. He was hardly a star. No, ever. No, he was never big, was he? No, no, I know, but like, I don't know. It just it seems a weird choice of a leading man. That's. Mm. <laughs> I guess that's why he didn't go anywhere. But like, he's just an odd. Yeah, he was never. He never him. really hit the big time, did he? Unfortunately, no. 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 So yeah, the Hong Kong Cavaliers sneak around the bivouac area where the lectoids are sleeping. Um... Hang on. Is he in a Star Trek film? No. Mm. I think he is. 
I'm going to Google that. Sorry, carry on. I'm just no. trying to think of Peter Weller film, Peter Weller roles. Uh, and there's a big shoot. There's lots of shooting. They've all got weird, like old guns, don't they? Did you notice? He's that? in Into Darkness. He's in oh, into he's darkness. in Into Darkness. Oh, okay. That doesn't count. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the bad admiral in it, isn't he? Yeah, he's the admiral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's lots of shooting, and the. There's a weird side plot here where the Secretary of Defence, whoever it is, it seems like he was working with the baddie aliens all along because he's like, oh, where's my device or something? Do you remember Mm. that bit? That was a bit weird. Oh, okay. Anyway, lots of shooting. There was was so much going on. I lost it by this point. There's lots of shooting and Lizardo says, let's just get in our spaceship and go to the eighth dimension and raise our army. But yeah. John Big Boutet says, no, this is silly. We could defeat the monkey boys here. We don't need to do this. But they do it anyway. And it's the shit that's weird. Like they, He's doing it with his feet, isn't he? He's controlling it with his feet. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like um, Christopher Lloyd is like in this like sling thing. And it's all so odd. Like It's so odd, the design. And he gets aboard. Um, but then they eject his like pod or something. Yeah. And they has to like um he has to it basically turns into a bit of like a space battle. It's quite a to be honest, it's a bit of an anticlimax because yeah, he gets really on the is. gun, the other guy's flying, and he just says, Warfarin, Sayonara, and just explodes mm. the spaceship and then he's dead. And it's a bit of a weird kind of like Oh, oh, is that it then? They've they've kind of but, defeated but, them. But the way the film was going like how are we gonna? It feels like it should end in like a like a pie fight or something. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's so stupid. Or like just like firing like hoses over each other. Like mm. yeah, like those. Um, have you seen that the Casino Royale with oh, uh, yeah, Sellers yeah, in yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that kind of like just weird madcap yeah. mess sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, but but that is the end. But actually, it's kind of not the end because uh, he tells the president it's fine. He brings Penny back to life with a kiss. Whatever. But the interesting thing is that it comes up on a huge card saying Buckaroo Banzai uh, against the World Crime League. So like announcing a new film. And then there's just this entire credit sequence where all the characters, including ones that you thought were dead, are like walking down like this. um, It's the canal, isn't it? The L.A. like... uh, Storm the drains, they film it on. and they're yeah. all like walking like down there, and then it says Buckaroo Banzai in the background, and it's just so odd. Um, You've got to admire the balls, of gray, you, really. Yeah, the, the hot spur of it to like, yeah, be, like acting like a franchise. That it's very exist, confident. Basically. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I quite like. There it was that. Yeah. there was supposed to be a sequel. I think it was uh, Hanoi Zan is the uh, arch enemy of uh, Buckaroo Banzai, and he was. He was in this version, I think, and then that was supposed to be the next one. Um, also, the, when they're walking down the aqueduct, they're actually uh, walking in time to the song Uptown Girl uh, <laughs> as a placeholder because it has the same tempo as the music they put in. Um, but yeah, sadly, they never made the, the sequel because this was a huge box office flop. <laughs> um, uh, did you know, though, right, I, I'm not sure this is true, but I think it is, that you know the phrase, no matter where you go, there you are? Mm. That comes from this film. I wondered that. Mm. Like, if you... Because on the Wikipedia, it was like someone saying, oh, this is going to enter the zeitgeist. And I was like, it has entered the zeitgeist. But I had no idea that's a quote from this film. I d- I, yeah, so I couldn't tell if that was from this or not from this. Yeah, I think it is. I think that's a, that's just generated from this. Mm. No matter where you go, there you are. It's a line from Buckaroo Bonsai that became... Yeah. Yeah. It lived... There were a couple of novels, I think, that were written by the guy that wrote it. Um... 
there have been two attempts to make it into a TV series. Once by um, once an animated version, uh, Buckaroo yeah. Bands like Ancient Secrets and New Mysteries, and then in 2016 Kevin Smith tried to do it, but uh, MGM filed a, law- a, a lawsuit yeah. against the original. Cre- uh, they yeah, MGM filed a lawsuit. It's a bit like that fish film, creators. isn't it? What was yeah. the fish one that everyone kept trying to remake? Oh, um, um, Mr. Mr. Limpet. Mr. Limpet. Mr. Fucking Limpet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was uh, that was Buckaroo Banzai. It's pretty fucking crazy. And it's kind of mm. weird that it's, like you said, it's weird it's not more known. It, especially considering, like I say, that there's a clearly a generation, like a Gen X geeks. Mm. It might be older than that. Well, even. it feels so. But like... It's very important to them, isn't it? That we just don't know about it. It's really mm. weird. Yeah. Well, and also mm. things, even something like Rick and Morty feels quite a lot. Like just yeah. this character yeah, yeah. feels quite like, yeah. like a, you know, very like influential. Yeah, yeah. like hugely. Yeah. But but without knowing the source of it. Yeah. 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 You can definitely see the tendrils of where this. Yeah. Mm. Where people's minds have taken these ideas, you know. Yeah. But, but what did everyone think about it? I've done a lot of talking. What did you think, Chris? I thought, as you said, I thought it's very, like, brave with what it is. I like how it's kind of bonkers. I kind of aspire to that sort of bonkers, mm. bonkers, do-whatever-you-want yeah. vibe. Creative use of effects. Yeah. Lovingly done. Mm. Um, yeah. I I do I like it. I mean, it's come. It, it's crazy in terms of a movie. Yeah, really, in a lot of ways, difficult to can be difficult to rank. Yeah, this, it kind of just stuff happens. There's not really a story, yeah. is there? Like, yeah, it's kind of like it's of the era, though. It feels like when I was a kid and I was watching stuff and not really understanding it because it was bonkers. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it had that kind of yeah. It was it's nice mm. to watch something that kind of surprises you. I think. Yeah. What yeah. What did you think, Sam? Um, yeah, I I'm less into the bonkers bit. I like I liked it, but I definitely ran out of patience for oh, it. Okay. Like, and it, it, when it really ramps it up, I don't like that kind of like almost vaudeville kind of acting from like John Lithgow and things like that. It's, it's just I just don't too like much. It, but, mm. It's too much, but I did like the first half of it. I, I really enjoyed because, like you say, you've got no idea what's going to happen, yeah. and you like, you know, oh, and now here's Jeff Goldblum, and now here's Christopher Lloyd, and like, yeah. and, and now here's a huge floating ball of snot that's doing stuff. Like, it's just, <laughs> it is all over the place. Yeah, I just haven't got the. I mean, it was about an hour forty. I think probably an hour yeah. long. I'd be all right with it, but yeah, and but it is. You're right. It should be commended for like taking itself so seriously mm-hmm. and. For I think it's a miracle that it, it is a film because it does seem like so many disparate elements and yeah. stories that don't really mesh. But mm. it is actually quite a yeah. It's a film with three acts and it works like that. So yeah, it's, mm. that's it's quite good. nice to. I think it's nice to watch something that's yeah, refreshingly like weird and just like surprises you. It's also quite nice yeah. to watch a cult thing that isn't. Like no overexploited, yeah. Definitely. Over that's the thing. That, well, I was saying this thing. That's what's so weird about it is that because like everything gets recycled. And, like yeah. I know it's like it's reference in Ready Player One, isn't it? Yes. Excuse me. Yeah. As everything yeah. is. Yeah. But that's, that's it. Yeah. Like we haven't it forced down our throats again. I guess because it is so weird, they can't work out yeah. to remarket it to us. Yeah. I guess. But yeah. Yeah. No, that is weird. Get myself a yo-yo dine cap. Yeah, or, you should. Yeah. 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 I mean, if people yeah. really want to deep dive into this, there is. He, the guy that wrote it wrote like a bible that has and you think some of it's online of like 
backstory of 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 Banzai and like yeah, all the original drawings of coming up with the Yoyodyne um, emblem and like the 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 Hong Kong Cavaliers logos and there's like he wrote this huge thing that you can find. I mean, on the internet, there's a lot of stuff about this, but in, again, like in, it's nice to have something you could look into yourself and find out about. Yeah, it's like news groups are full of it rather than the new internet, yeah. isn't it? It's like the old internet is very yeah, book group. Yeah, yeah maybe that is it. Maybe it's, it got picked yeah. up by... A, it's a generation above. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we should rank it. Let's uh, rank it. Let's get in there. So, uh, the science, I mean, <laughs> there is science, but it's, <laughs> it's not really... Uh, I don't know. I mean... He does some brain surgery. Like four? I mean, it's not got my size. No, it's low. It's four, three, three, two. It's not. Yeah. He does some brain surgery. Yeah. Three. Three, yeah. Because we liked it a bit. Um, I think it's the costumes. Every, I like how everyone has like a kind of, like a uniform kind of thing. Like everyone looks like they've got their own look. And um, I think the special effects aren't bad, considering. No, I think they are. As I said, I think you can tell there's like love behind them, and yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. it's done. It's practical it's done to do with job, and yes, yeah, it achieves that job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not much there, but what is there is very coherent and very yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. like a, and as you right say, place. like there's a lot of good, well delivered gags. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, technically yeah. well delivered. And because we see a lot of these movies, sometimes the gags just fall flat because yeah. they just haven't been cut right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But the cut to the to the uh, de- declaration of war, the short form, mm. is is perfect. It's, <laughs> it's a perfect joke. It's really good. Like a seven, so what, a seven yeah. or an eight or a what do you reckon? A seven. I think. Seven. Can't go higher than that. Cause it's not. It's still yeah. Um It is, as we said, it's a kind of cinematography. It's a kind of game of two halves. There's bits that look quite nice, but there's bits that look very kind of boring and. It's not that, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I think artistically, it's. I think no, no more than a five. I think because it is so. Like I get, like it's a. I don't know. To my taste, it's not very artistic. No. Mm. great artistic merit. But, but as we um, say, it's a great. It's great to have a bit all over the place. A script. It is so yeah, like yeah. wacky and unpredictable. Is always good. But five. Yeah. Straight in the yeah, middle. Yeah. Weirdly significant. Well, I don't know. It's hard to put significance. Well, I isn't think it? because we. I don't think really it's know. higher than we thought before we started it. Because although we don't know it, I think, like you say, Rick and Morty and stuff like that, and it's all over Star Trek. Like, like a five. The, I think a six or a seven okay. because I think that a lot of, I think a lot of what we've ingested, the the influence of those people is without this, knowing basically. it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Six. Six. Maybe, six. Yeah, you can't count Ready Player One because he just references everything. Nah, nah, nah. So, yeah, <laughs> so, franchise. No, Christian no, content. No, no, not popping. It feels like a film that should have had some Christian content, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, it didn't. That's why I thought that. I was expecting someone. <laughs> oh, you said to yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop, yeah. No, drop no, no, a no, word it and it be mental. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't. No, it's odd. Uh, it's odd. Not popping. No. Let's let's tilt, tilt away. Three, uh, two, three, two, one, tilt. Ooh. So. Got a five from Chris, a six from myself, and an eight from Alex. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It's right up my right up my street. It's so that gives us a point for five three five on our scale, uh, um, our new rating system, which places it at number eighteen in the list. How is it below mm. equilibrium? Because you gave you t- tilted a ten. <laughs> you, yeah, you <laughs> tilted a nine. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah. 
Uh, right. right, so what can we go? Let's re rank. Let's re rank, 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 re rank. Pick. Uh, how about. How about. We will do Superman. Superman we, 1. Yeah, one. Superman 1. Uh, I, twice of the day, actually. Uh, it's, come, it's been re released, isn't it? Yeah, um, it has been re released. So we'll do Superman 1. Weeks, Sorry. Yeah. So delete what I just said. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll re rank Superman 1. Uh, Superman 1, uh, it's about Superman. Uh, he's an alien. He comes down. People love him. Um, a film that. You may have heard of him. Yeah, you might have heard of him. A film that a lot of people love, but I mm. would actually say it's not very good. It's not that Pants. good. Pants. It's no. not as good as you think it is. I think when no. you remember Superman. The music's good. The music's good. Oh, the music, the theme is one of the greatest scenes of all time. Yeah. But that's that's what's good. And uh, what's his face as? Yes, Kal El, or whatever his dad. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Yeah. I prefer uh, Marlon Brando. Gene Hackman's good as Lex Luthor, but um, yeah, he's a bit ridiculous. Have you seen you know? Gene Hackman recently? No. No. So you're right. Oh God, he's, he looks completely different. Didn't he retire from acting? Gene yeah, Hackman? he did. Yeah. Um, Science-wise, Gene Hackman now is pretty low. Bloody hell! He's just very old, isn't he? I guess. Um, yes, like testicle. <laughs> looks like a testicle. <laughs> <laughs> he's ninety-two. Fucking oh, hell! He, yeah, he's allowed to look like a testicle then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Science of Superman, pretty low. Yeah, pretty low. It's all that stuff about him being powered by the sun. That makes no sense. Krypton yeah. doesn't make... No, do that Superman, is. the science Silly. in DC is really And cool. also, you also remember, there is the plan by Lex Luthor to, um, to nuke... Is he going to uh, nuke the side of... He's nuking the, like, the west side so that then he's bought all this property and then that will be on it. the sea. We're going to sell houses to people. Yeah, and it's just absolutely yeah, fucking, fucking stupid. Yeah, film. it's just stupid. So, well, like, science is a three. Yeah, three. At most. Um, I mean, they, I, I, hang on. What sign? Oh, I guess it's, it's quite a grounded world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three. Yeah. Um, they did. You will believe that a man can fly. He doesn't like he's flying. I guess. Well, apart from that bit when he takes Lois Lane up, and they're like the worst bit of the whole film. On a you know, just on a string, Are doing you, this for can about you hear ten my minutes. Thoughts? Am I really flying? I prefer the ones where they've got the guys in black. The bad guys. This, oh, yeah. This, that's the second film, right? Yes, yeah, Zod and all that. Yeah, that's yeah. number two. Yeah. Um, the craft's not bad though. You've got five. It's an iconic costume. Yeah. All the stuff with the dams is nice. Yeah. Miniature work. Yeah. Five. And the, I mean, the script's not I mean, great. the script pulls the art right up there, I think. Do you? It pulls it up. I mean, not the script, the score. The score, yeah. I would say oh, the, the script score. goes yeah. down, the score makes it go yeah. up. So The score is really... Meet really it in the middle, maybe, with a five again. I don't know. I mean... I'd oh, say and it. the tech, the titles... Oh, oh, the titles are brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's got good titles. titles are great. Six. I also really like the look of um, the planet. What's it called? Yeah, Krypton. Krypton yeah. Before he leaves. Yeah. I think there's some good stuff in there. Six. Yeah. Seven. 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 Give it a seven. Wouldn't that be craft, though, not art? Whatever. <laughs> no one's listening anyway. Uh, six. <laughs> Let's call it six. You're right. Unfortunately, um, we go high on significance here. It's 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 Superman. So you oh, it's a big deal. You gotta have a nine. Big, big deal. Everyone. I mean, they were so big that Christopher He's American Reeves, superhero. Yeah. Yeah, and like he could do nothing. Here's an American superhero. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> nine. 
No, it's not nine. It's already existed. No, it it's like existed. seven, six or seven. An eight. The film itself was pretty big, I suppose. It's huge. It? The film was huge. No, I think it's an eight. Yeah, it's yeah an eight. come on. Yeah. Uh, it is the first. It is the first. Merchant franchise. Tick that bad boy. Okay. No question of content. No, uh, is there thing. something weird that happens in it? He's a bit. It, the treatment of the the, the woman is is the, the Lex Luthor's like. Uh, what's it? It's a bit weird, but it's nothing that question. What he's like sidekick woman. Yeah, she's. It's all a bit odd. That's all a bit. Odd, yeah, but, but she's a bit of a pain in the neck anyway. Isn't yeah, she, she is. So. Uh, tilt, um, we... Justified misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we tilt? Get over that? Tilt uh, for that. Justified misogyny. Tilt. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. I don't know what I'm going to tilt for this. Um, okay. Yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. Tilt. Oh, wow. I've accidentally tilted harder than all of you. Oh, well done. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, Alex gave it a three, Chris gave it a four, and I gave it a five. See, I don't like I don't like superhero films. I don't like this film. No, either. I like superhero <laughs> films. I just don't think this is a good one, and I just think it's, it's more boring than you remember. Can I retilt? And... I'm going to retilt okay. down to a you four. You can't retilt. That's the point. I can't retilt. Okay, no. stop with the five. Okay. So that comes at a zero point five oh six, which puts it. Uh, Oh, above Revenge of the Sith, uh, but below Toys. It's got no name. It's number 21 in the list. Yeah, not bad. Um, so One more important piece of business. Oh, okay. What is your birthday pick for next week, Alex Humphrey? It is the John Carpenter film I've never seen, Ghosts of Mars. Oh, Ooh. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just really want to Have see it. Have never seen s- that? No, I've never seen it, and I really want to wow. see it. Have so. we never done that? It's a not. I'm not. It's not going to be good. It's late. I guess it's not like good. The Mars it's one we did, right? terrible. Isn't it got Ice Cube in it. Ice Cube yeah. in it. Yeah. The soundtrack is abysmal. I know it's going to be bad, but I just really love John Carpenter, and I really want to watch it. So it's my birthday, and I get to pick. Fair enough. That's next week. Then. Uh, and then the week the after, Curse of Martian Films will. Oh, continue. interesting. Will yeah, continue. probably will continue. And then next the week after that, we'll be. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them. Oh, okay. We won't be doing anything. Um, well, thank you for joining us, and um, I hope there's some new Buckaroo Banzai fans out there now because of us. Well mm. done, us. Well done, well us. done, us. And remember, I'm glad I know Re- it exists. Remember, it wherever you go, there you there are. There you are. Bye. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>